This is your announcer, Shannon St. Mainframe, welcoming you to our IP livecast. Columbus Day is coming up, and in honor of the occasion, Rob has been binge-watching old Sopranos episodes. It's all fun and games, until he starts trying to cram Gabagool into my USB drive. No means no, Robert. Our IP livecast starts. Now. Wow, sounds like Shannon got a little gabagool thrown in her drive uh, while she was recording that intro. Is that what it sounds like when you get gabagooled? I never... Uh, gabagool! I personally, I'm, I'm honestly not that crazy about uh, the gabagool. It's not my favorite of the Italian meat. Agreed. In general, it's a solid. I, I, it has to be, like, I've only really enjoyed the Italian meats at, like, a fancy Italian restaurant when it's, like, super fresh. It's ever at the deli. I'm always disappointed. Coming from really? Eastern European cured meats, I always prefer those. Is it because like you, you get the, the boar's head cabagool? Is that why? Maybe? Because boar's head, we know, is horrible. Meat. Yeah, you got to go to like a true no, Italian no, no, no. deli. And yeah, get that yeah, like even like a true Italian. I, I just, I guess, so my favorite cold cut would be a variation on salami or a soppressata. Mm. And I just remember any time going to an Italian deli, Getting the Soprasat, being uh, Dusty Rhodes Buffler shooting him, <laughs> shooting him hard, at, hard and heavy, right at the top of the show. Italian meats is Rob's favorite porn site. You know, not not <laughs> enough yeah. Italian gay porn outlets. Uh, I have Ooh. to say, I can't think of any off the top of my head. I was gonna say the opposite. I I wouldn't. Uh, I mean, I could be way off on this. Uh, I wouldn't think you were mainly attracted to Italian men. I wouldn't think that would be up your. Why right, they're they're within my uh, 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 dark hair, dark complexion. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, thing. Of Just course. not Fabio. <laughs> he's too Fabio he's doesn't too have butch. dark hair that's he's what also... I'm saying that's why I said just not Fabio oh, yeah, yeah. isn't he too butch anyway Fabio uh, is he but I mean he's sort of butch but then like the hair and he, I don't know he has a very his facial features are very feminine to me well he's a thespian Sid he's uh, is that what he is he's, do, he's portraying an image to sell books I don't think he's I think he's <laughs> a very manly man but they put him hey you, you pay me the money I will do this you know <laughs> Whatever. But yes, I, 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 I've always been disappointed by Soprasada, uh, sweet or spicy. Oh. And uh, in general, it's, uh, I, prefer, I prefer Russian or Polish culture. Like, uh, not wow. crazy about it. I like, the thing about it is it's Mortadel? too the, the only, no. Mortadel I like. Cause, no. Not a fan. <laughs> It's Mortadello is like the closest thing to uh, a little Dr. Skaya. Yeah, yeah it's, Dr. it's Skaya. It's yeah, so it's fine. Which is Rob's second favorite porn site. <laughs> I, th- I just think that uh, it's too greasy, Italian cold cut. I always find that they're like, yes. I, I prefer a drier. A just drier make it clear you're talking about cold cuts there. and not the Italian people when you say uh, that. Yeah, no, no, no. I like a greasy Italian man. Don't get me wrong. But a greasy <laughs> Italian cold cut. Not so much. It's just a lot of times it's like, yeah, the Russian meats are like, I would say the difference is they're moist. Like they st- they're they not <laughs> completely dry, but they're more, you know, they're on the moist side. While the Italians, the, the Italians. It's because they drop cuts. them on a sewer grate before serving them to you. Oh, not fresh. That's right. Uh, there's this Polish jelly by me, and they smoke their own meats. I'm leaving myself <laughs> open for that one, I know. This is but, such uh, innuendo-laden dialogue here. Uh, 
but it really makes all the difference. It's very exciting. Like on the, uh, you know, some mornings waking up and the whole block just smells like cold cuts, but in a good way. I don't know. It just the has the best that, that part of waking smell. up is Doctor Sky. God. Spanish meats are good. I've enjoyed a good chorizo. Yeah. But, but uh, uh, it's, you know, I'm not, it's more of a, a going out kind of thing. I, I, I wouldn't also, keep. The, the, the Latinos tend to not serve their meats in cold cut style, you know, so they're right. in dishes and stuff like that. You get a, a nice, good porta yeah. with some ham. Mm-hmm. Or bistec and cebollado. Mm. Yeah. It's true. It's true. They We're kicking things off with important meat discussions here, folks. We're going to have a nice important like meat a... discussion with my music pick. Uh, oh. Very attractive hey woman, now. in my opinion. R.I.P. a lady. I've been uh, I've been watching, rewatching the Larry Sanders show on nice. HBO, which is a timeless classic. And, oh, yeah. It still holds up. And, like, even the... The story points are still relevant today. Like one of them is just a, like one of the earliest episodes is just about doing a on-air sponsor read and how much Larry doesn't want to do it. But anyway, I, I've just found myself subconsciously saying, "Hey now, hey!" I never stopped. <laughs> I haven't watched that show probably in ten years. One episode, and I still say, "Hey now." It's so fucking good. Uh, was was Trump good. on that show? Was he? A, I'm trying. I, I think so. So some reason my brain's telling me Trump was on the You're thinking stand. David Duchovny. <laughs> <laughs> Same guy. Yeah. Or less. The two. I don't mean a regular on the show. I mean that he was he on Larry Sanders' right, right. in in universe show, I thought maybe. But no. Could be wrong. Wu Tang was. Oh, right. I don't remember Classic. that. It was from so, maybe uh, the last season, probably. Yeah. I definitely need to watch that. I was I was uh, recently watched it's Gary Shandling's show, which I loved the original. Oh, where is, that, is it on YouTube? Or uh, I, I think I saw it was just clips. Like I wasn't watching it. Mm. I just came across a clip, and I, I like made me all want to dive back into that. I don't know where it's streaming. Uh, yeah, I, one thing I really enjoy about that show is just uh, he's a very u- unique. Uh, protagonist I feel like you don't really have like he's a he's you're rooting for him but he's a very you know troubled he's, soul <laughs> he's aloof <laughs> yeah yeah see the first kind of anti-hero <laughs> to lead a TV show is that the first time he's the prototypical Walter White yeah mm. or even Seinfeld kind of yeah I could see that but more likable than, than Seinfeld characters well I feel like Jerry Seinfeld's character on Seinfeld, he never made himself look that bad. I feel like Gary Shandling, even though his persona is he's more vain, he mm-hmm. definitely was more self-deprecating on Larry Sanders. A hundred percent agree. Jerry and, and was Larry on Seinfeld. Sand- right, that's true. Larry Sanders in general is a very flawed person and he exposes those flaws yeah. in every episode, which I love to watch. While Jerry Seinfeld yeah. was that yeah, like Jerry Seinfeld, it, both the character and the actor are very narcissistic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. never admit they had flaws at all. But right, exactly. They don't. The, the show doesn't <laughs> mock that. that right. I guess Elaine kind of rips on him a little, but but the the him. most the Seinfeldy thing that they made fun of on Seinfeld was that what a neat freak he was. Yes, 
which yeah. is like that's like my my worst quality is how focused I am on my work. It's that kind of uh, thing where it's like it's not actually a bad thing. It's the interview uh, question. What's the worst thing about yeah, you? Yeah. Also, also that he can't keep a girlfriend. He just has to keep dating all these beautiful women. Yeah, exactly. I just can't keep a girlfriend. I have too many of them, and I'm just so attractive. All, I don't know. They're all models, and and I'm too picky. Yeah, I just reject models all the time. Yeah. They were all too old. That was the issue we learned later. We've all been there. <laughs> yeah, just once he got around the 16, 17 area, then he yeah. was fine. He found a love mate. He just started hanging out on the set of Blossom. <laughs> <laughs> That's He finally found his soulmate. It is real. Like, for, for some of our uh, younger listeners, it's crazy to look back at how the media covered the moment that he was dating, I believe, a high school senior, a 17-year-old. They met when, well, it was a grooming situation. They met when she was 17, I think, and then when they started dating, she was 18. He waited, I mm. think. Is that even, I feel, like they, wrong. I feel like they were dating before she turned 18. Howard Stern was talking about oh, yeah. straight through at the time. Like and every Seinfeld stopped talking to him, stopped going on his show. It was like a real <laughs> thing back then. Like, Come on, Stern dude. was like the only one giving him shit for it. Right. Yeah, you like got to wait. Newspapers, you got to wait. The newspapers and like the tabloids would cover it, but just in a look at Jerry's hot young thing, kind of like this isn't Jeez. a big deal. But Jeez. it's just because everyone loves. I cannot explain to. I'm like I'm in school now, and I'm it, like so I'm in class with like 20, 21 mm-hmm. years, and they all love Seinfeld. Like it's like a thing. I mean, I it is film students. I don't know if I went to like the business uh, school part I, that they would care about Seinfeld, but they appreciate older things. They tend to, you know, but they all love Seinfeld. And I've had a couple of conversations with people, and they don't know that the guy was like a groomer. It's not even in the public consciousness. It's very underreported, I feel. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I see. So he approached, so he saw her on a bench in Central Park. Oh my God. And approached her and gave her, and the two hit it off. No. And Lone's, uh, Shoshana Lone's, Lonestein was her, is her name. Agreed to give, give Seinfeld her number. Seinfeld adamant the relationship did not begin in terms of being romantic uh, and sexual until she turned eighteen. Okay. Which uh-huh. still, it's like of okay, so they went out on a few lunches. Which is true. It somehow, yeah. in a sense, makes it more creepy to me. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, why. like like exactly. I was just gonna say the same thing. Like, so what does that matter? It's it's. Right. You know, like she's not mature enough to have sex now, but in, but six in two weeks, months she'll yeah. be. Yeah, like she'll be just ripe enough for me to to bust in that in that oh, to give it a gabagool. <laughs> yeah, you know, like uh, they have a great uh, a stern line in here. Uh, after Lonestein turned eighteen, Lonestein. Why do I keep calling her Lonestein? Lonestein turns eighteen. Lonstein turned 18. Seinfeld appeared on the Howard Stern show and Stern, in his typically confrontational manner, attempted to address the rumors. He joked, so you sit in Central Park and have a candy candy bar on a string and pull it when the <laughs> girls come? <laughs> oh, I, it wasn't a candy bar. <laughs> All right, it was a Zag Nuts. Uh, he, he said, uh, Seinfeld later appeared on the service room and said, I didn't realize she was so young. This is the only girl I went out with who was that young. I wasn't dating her. We went to a restaurant and that was it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and, then I, and then I had a relationship Me, with her for five straight years. Yeah. And then also like, isn't his wife 20 years younger than him or whatever? Now? I don't know. Yeah. No, I think they're about the same age or close. But even still. That's but she fine. was married when she met him and he broke up her marriage. 
Homewrecker. By so the way, what, what's that excuse? I, I didn't know she was 17. Okay, but then she told you. And then you yeah, you anyway. eventually you found kind of, out. What excuse is that? I am not an idiot, Seinfeld said. Shoshana is a person, not an age. She's extremely bright, funny, sharp, very alert. Uh-huh. We just get along. You can hear her click. Yeah, I'm sure it was very it was alert. So he he's bragging that he didn't hook up with her while she was asleep. What is that? Very alert. <laughs> I don't, what does that mean? Even, even are, after the roof haze. Are most 17 year olds not alert? What? <laughs> what a strange thing to throw in there. She passed the breathalyzer. It's fine. I yell out Shoshana, come. And she comes. She does it. Shoshana stay and she stays. <laughs> Shoshana place and she goes to place. I mean, I don't know. You can't find a 30-year-old that's alert. I'm just saying. <laughs> so strange. <laughs> so strange. Uh, He's great in yeah, your painting. Much like your your classmates, Sarah, and I have very much been enjoying classic sitcoms. I've been going through Frasier, as I've mentioned on the show before, but I've really I, I've gone I've went from just bouncing around to random episodes to now just sequentially watching the show. Very and lot. It That's is, a lot to plow through, man. Well, it, it's it's not I, I'm not like under a deadline. It's just when I have That's nothing to watch. It's it's like a twenty minute it's a very easy commitment. Twenty And then are you are you gonna dig into the new season, the reboot? Oh yeah. Uh, I watched the trailer, and because you know, I'm, I now consider myself a Frasier head. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> uh, I I have a lot of problems with the new series. Number one, my favorite character isn't on it. Niles, he's the best one. Like, I I, I think I mentioned on here before, I would always be so annoyed when the actor who portrayed Niles, David would Hyde win, Pierce, David Hyde Pierce, would win Best Supporting Actor every year, and I'm like. Why the hell does this guy keep it? Like, this is so annoying. I want so and so to win or whatever. Now you see it. And now that I want, I'm like, oh, yeah, like he is great. He is so great at playing that character. I, he's so great at playing the character. I even understand why he hasn't had much of a career after this show because Mm. I think he (laughs) did like Broadway more, right? Oh, did he? Okay. But he had to. I remember he was, yeah, like he was in Wet Hot American Summer. Yeah. That was like the first thing after Frasier that I saw him in. And he's still Niles in that. Ish, pretty much, sort of, yeah. yeah. He just, uh, he's just great at playing a sissy, and I and I say that with uh, as as the highest compliment. <laughs> he's a fop. He's foppish. <laughs> I I so Rob and I were talking about Cheers because that's one of my favorite shows. Yeah, I, I started watching a few as well, and it's great. It's, I mean, maybe at some points even with more heart. Uh, it has more heart, but like Frasier is more farcical. I think. Oh yeah, sure. I yeah. never like. Frazier as much although i appreciate the performances it just doesn't like resonate with me as much i don't like the people as much but i was wondering what do you which which did you like better of those two shows uh well i can't really say i'm not in i haven't watched as much cheers oh i thought you watched the whole thing no 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 i've only like cheers i've only jumped around i like i looked up you know most notable episodes or whatever i watched like maybe 20 episodes. So I've watched far more Frasier. What I love about Frasier, though, is you're right. Frasier himself, the character Frasier, annoying, like I hate him. <laughs> Not a good character, terrible person. But the show acknowledges he is a sure. terrible person. And the joke is always on Frasier. It's the the only, and there's no other sitcom of that time, I feel, that was like that, where the main character was always the butt of the joke. 
Uh, the only thing I can compare it to is Curb Your Enthusiasm. It's yeah. essentially the same archetype as Larry David. But he even wins where... occasionally on that show. Right, right, right. Um, but what about uh, The Simpsons? That's kind of the same thing. With oh, okay, that's fair. Yes, yes. He is very Homer-esque. But it's it's from a different viewpoint because Homer is a is an everyman and, and Frasier tries to uh, portray himself <laughs> as above the everyman. There's always a, a fine line for me with that kind of show because there's some that I will like where everyone's supposed to be annoying and the show is in on them being annoying. At, at, like Seinfeld is like that. I love Seinfeld. And The Simpsons is kind of like that. I love, and then I really can't stand Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And Frasier is kind of like off, like here. I like, I, I enjoy it, but I can't, I'm not going to be a Frasier file, you know? So it's, it has to be done perfectly for me to enjoy that kind of show. I, I know enough annoying people. You know what I mean? <laughs> Give me something to, to grab onto that's going to make me want to dive into the deep end of this pool with more annoying people. Uh, and and, the, and the, the newest show in my sitcom rotation uh, is Living Single. Which oh, love still, Living Single. Still holds nice. up. Great show. Great Tootie. show. Yeah. Every, every character up. very well defined. Is and, Sinclair uh, your favorite? Uh, I was I was a big uh, Sinclair head growing up for sure, but uh, as an adult, I'm a big Max guy. Max and Kyle, like their their dynamic of having sexual tension while hating each other's guts. I mean, <laughs> like I'm into Sam it. and Diane. Yeah, I was a big fan of Kim Fields because when I was a kid, I had a big crush. Oh on my her god, yeah, same. Fa- Facts of Life was on. She she's what, probably like two years older than me. So when I watched the facts of life, I was like, oh, my God, this is my new wife, you know, <laughs> and then and then four. Oh, OK. So she's five years older than me, but she was playing younger, I guess, in that show. So it felt like she was in the next. You grew up with her, her, basically. Yeah. 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 And she and like she disappeared kind of. She did the facts of life and then she mm-hmm. really wasn't in anything. And then, boom, all of a sudden she's in. She's in Living Single, and I don't. I'm not aware of anything she did in between. I was like, "Oh my God, I still mm-hmm. want to marry this woman." Now I'm an adult, <laughs> and yeah, so she is plays she. this very oh, sultry, man. yeah, exactly, like horny woman. Yeah, and she filled uh, yeah. out quite a bit too. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, and that was ninety three, ninety four. That was still like yeah, uh, 20, early nineties, nineteen twenty. So, so very. Uh, very fun fun time it's very nostalgic just watching the intro just brings me back to school nights when i finishing my homework and watching watching that show i feel like that show should have been a bigger hit than it was i think it was like Mm -hmm. sort of niche to the black audience a lot and it should have been like a wider hit i thought agree great great show well there's the uh kind of criticism of friends that they essentially ripped off the idea uh and that just you know improved it white yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 was which one was first though? Friends was Living Single was first. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying that Living Single ripped off Friends, which I I would have thought Living Single No, 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 the after, other way around. Honestly, if I didn't if you didn't just tell me that. Mm-hmm. Oh, well they they deproved it because uh, right, Living right, right. Single is way better. Yeah, Living Single had had very farcical moments. Uh and everyone, yeah, like it, it's all about having well-defined characters that when you put them in a certain situation as an audience member, knowing these people's personalities, you can see how the comedy is about to go down. It's almost like uh, booking a wrestling show. That's <laughs> fine. It. Keep it simple. You know, TV, not every show has to be the wire breaking bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Just get a dumb farcical show. Yeah, because you only have 20 minutes. Uh, so it's nice. A little bite size. It, it, I, I'm really getting the value out of Hulu. <laughs> out of out of uh, not my own Hulu subscription. <laughs> Whose is it? Uh, it's uh, my boyfriend's sister's. Okay. Give credit where credit's due. That's all I'm saying. Bless her heart. Well, we, we did a trade. We did a trade. I give her my peacock. and uh, Oh, my Megan God. Fun. That's inappropriate. The, 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 the streaming service. Please. <laughs> Show title. I give her my peacock. Uh, <laughs> Sid, you said something just now that took me back to my childhood days. You said, whose is it? And I had, you're going to laugh about this, but I had an Albanian family who lived in my building. <laughs> and the mother... Uh, the the father was like from the country of Al- the city of Albania, like the the big city, whatever they have over there. But the mother was like straight up backwoods, like <laughs> bit, like just like just thought literally off the farm and damn like, Albanian well hillbillies. So I would knock on the door, and she would just say, "Whose is it?" <laughs> that, was her, <laughs> that was my mother and I started saying, "Whose is it?" Like whenever that phrase would come up. <laughs> it was another thing I would go down to. Because uh, uh, the guy was the super too, by the way. So of I would course. go knock on the door and I would say, "You know, is Sam here?" He had an Americanized uh-huh. name to Sam, and she goes, "In basement," and shut the door in my face. <laughs> in basement. <laughs> Who's is it? And in basement. Those were the two <laughs> two phrases. And that's the only two you ever heard from her. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. much. I mean, it's like yeah, you'd hear her speaking in her native tongue a lot, but mm-hmm. not you know when she would. That's the only two things she would say in English. My super was Turkish, and he called himself Bob. Oh, that's I think the the landlord make them make them do that, like to relate yeah. to the people and like not to be to sound foreign. We have very racist landlords. Yeah. My current yeah. super, now I got I a one. My, a, a, the super oh. in that building is like the nephew of the original super, mm-hmm. so they keep it in the family. My superhero, I don't want to derail the show because we've got a lot of stuff to get to, but I have some, like, he's a, a great, like, a funny guy, legitimately funny, not a laugh at kind of guy, like, gr- terrific guys from Montenegro. And I could, we should probably do a Patreon episode just from things I can tell you. About. Oh, wow. Okay. He's so funny. His name is Rudy. And he's just hilarious. Interesting. I just loves the Mets. He came here like probably 25 years ago and just. I love the Mets. The Mets. You know, he's like this, you know. Do you talk to fuck, him about it? Fucking like- Yankees. Fuck. I'm glad they fucking lose. Every time I see, like, what I, <laughs> if I happen to bump into him the day that the Yankees lost the big game or they were eliminated from the season or the playoff, fucking high five. Yankees fucking suck. <laughs> oh, okay. Awesome. Cool. The Mets, man. Next year, we go to fucking years. He's so angry, but in a good way. <laughs> How does he feel about Buckshow Walter? I haven't spoken to him since, uh, like, we haven't really spoken to, like, he's very busy and I got school. I don't bump into him as much. He's always in basement. I haven't talked to Mets, like, down, drilling down into details with him. Well, sometimes we'll say, hey, did you see that game? And then we walk past each other. So I should ask him how he feels about folks. Here's the thing. we I know we've talked often about doing, like, Patreon episodes where it's just me and Darren talking about sports. Mm. If you can get your super to be third mic on one of those, <laughs> I will sign up. Call and guest. Sure. I would love. Oh my no, god! No, he needs to be him. sitting next to you. 
Oh man, I mean, I try to get him to paint things in my apartment. He's like, too busy. I do, I got to do everything. You oh know, god! So I don't know if he'll have time for a podcast. That's well, when he's maybe not if he ever shows up to, to, if he shows up to paint, you could just start. We could just start <laughs> recording, and while he's painting, you could just ask him Mets questions, and he'll. I, 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 I need this area of the wall next to my camera painted. <laughs> yeah. Can you do that, please, Rudy? <laughs> <laughs> and just stick a mic into the paint roller. <laughs> the whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a well, different well, bonus episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, say you know something in your room, uh, like you said, and then you would say like, "Oh, I'm just talking to my friend about uh, the Mets." Have you have you watched? And then just like casually get him in the conversation, yeah. or about the Yankees then, would be even better. Oh, loses, yeah. she turns into the Iron Sheik, basically. Fuck the motherfucking <laughs> Yankees. <laughs> uh all right. Well, we do have a, a bunch of stories to get to. I wanted to check in on something we discussed many moons ago that I've almost forgotten about, but there's been new uh, activity, and that is with uh interesting subject of Lord Miles. You might remember a few months ago, I mentioned this British YouTuber who uh, legally changed his name to be Lord Miles. Uh, decided to move to Afghanistan to prove that it's safe to live there. And, and you may recall he once came to Brooklyn and to New York to visit and, and said that he felt safer in Afghanistan than this area of Brooklyn. And the screenshot that he showed was of the area that Sid lives in, so which weird. is like the lead, one of the least crime-ridden air parts of Brooklyn. Like, if you're going to make that point, that is maybe the worst area. Some of the highest value property in Brooklyn is in that area. So uh, not quite the point to make. Anyway, he moved to Afghanistan, and he he had been tweeting about uh, about living there. And then I guess there's been revolutions and all this stuff going down and then his you guess you guess there's been revolutions in afghanistan yeah, i guess i guess the jury's still out. uh and you and he was tweeting about how he had to like run and, and get safety and he couldn't get out of the country uh but then he was like oh i'm fine now it's great everything's great but then things, yeah th- then things went dark and people were like uh-oh is he dead uh what's going on and uh you might recall when we discussed this on our show uh one thing sid i remember you saying is like rob you better put your alerts on for twitter and i i let you know sid oh they're already on (laughs) so that whenever lord miles were to tweet again i would get a notification well this week i got that notification (laughs) and uh while i was i was very surprised i cannot tell you with full certainty if lord miles is alive or dead because so far, there's not been any concrete proof that he's alive, meaning a new photo or, or video or, or something like that. Uh, essentially, what's, what's happened is somebody claiming to be a friend of his has taken over the account to say that he is alive and that, like, in a few days, everything will be proved. But then a few days pass and nothing. And in two weeks, we're going to show you. And also, the tweets are written in such a way where you can assume the person writing them is not somebody who speaks English as their first mm. language. Uh, it's but, like Grand Theft Auto 6 uh, being released. 
it's just uh, we got two weeks. We're gonna have some. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. The other, the cynical conspiratorial side uh, uh, of Twitter is also being like, well, this could also just be a bit that he's doing. This could still be him writing in broken English or or whatever. Or he could be dead and somebody figured out his password and is doing this. Or he could be dead and the Taliban has access to his phone and is tweeting from his phone. Uh, and the... I interrupt the you for one. a second. Sorry. Sure. Why do, would the Taliban care like this much? Right. Why would the Taliban care? Because Lord Miles had no longer, uh, <laughs> as of this week, had a Patreon where he was soliciting supporters to send him money. And <laughs> so why would the Taliban care? They could be using his account to get people to send them money, uh, essentially. Uh, the thing is that <laughs> that Patreon shut down uh, the account, obviously, because I don't know something about a Patreon account, uh, potentially Patreon money going to a terrorist organization uh, doesn't quite work for them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they shut it down. So uh, it was interesting. So the Lord Miles account tweeted, hey, Miles Patreon got suspended for association with terrorists, but we're appealing it. Patreon is being stupid. <laughs> Miles had a lot of money in the account, so if you've received a refund, kindly contact us to resend it through other means. Oh, Miles yeah. was pooling several months' worth of donations, but now it's all gone thanks to Patreon. You made was a man in Taliban. Hold on, you made a man in Taliban prison lose several grand over being associated with the Taliban. They aren't even a terrorist organization. So what's up with that? Just <laughs> stupid. What kind of content was on his Patreon? Was he doing like watch-alongs of movies like we do, or like <laughs> old links? I'm not quite sure. I I I, I never went. So, Taliban Hall of Fame episodes. He had a uh, was... terrorist organization draft. <laughs> I, oh was the, I was of the. <laughs> I was of the. Uh, but was... Muhammad Atta, number one pick. <laughs> you can't take Bin Laden. Bin Laden's a, you can't oh, use Hall of Fame. Damn it! Fine. Fine. I guess that would be like a cheat. He's just no. too good. Uh, so they're claiming that that there's government agents restricting them from posting photos for his safety uh, and uh, all these excuses. So I was of the belief that he's gone. This is he's he's long been dead. Uh, and that was until and uh, somebody who I can say I can't quite say he's a friend of mine. Oh but no! A, a, he is a good acquaintance of mine. Is his name who is Pepe? also he's, he's also a YouTube celebrity, Justin Wang. I've had him on Squared Circle Pit, uh, and he tweeted uh, that I know this is the same shit everyone says, and nobody believes it. But Miles is alive, and I can't say how I know. Now I don't think that my acquaintance, like I'm, I, I, I'm being careful not to call my friend because I, I don't think, like I, I consider him a friend. I don't know if he considers me a friend. We what? run into each other at shows here in New York. We, we, we say hi to each other. We have a conversation. And he's friends with Lord Miles. So he says that he has gotten some sort of proof that he can't say what it is that uh, Lord, <laughs> Lord Miles is alive. So 
I would <laughs> call him up right not, now. Get this guy on the phone. I would. Tell, he doesn't want to talk about it. Uh, he tweeted about it. What do you mean he doesn't he want says, to talk about he it? He says, dude, proof or it's a scam. And then somebody says, proof or it's a scam. And he... He responds, I never would have believed it if I didn't see what I saw, so I won't hold it against anyone who thinks I'm lying. And then, and then you know, like, I don't think this is somebody who would take money from the Taliban. I don't think this is somebody who's compromised. Uh, he's just a, he, he's a YouTuber uh, who uh, likes weird shit. So, uh, I, I would, what is that? I would trust, I would, you know, like, I don't think he would, he would ruin his reputation over this. He's also the guitarist of the band Jinx, J Y N X. Uh, but, uh, so that, like, that's a very interesting twist on the, on the story because here I am being like, Oh no, this is over. But I guess there's some, some string of evidence <laughs> Keeping my interest only slightly peaked. <laughs> yeah, because like uh, whether he's alive or dead, does it really matter? No. Yeah. I mean, my life isn't affected yeah. either way. Yeah. This is just a funny story. Yeah. He's just some dude. I can understand the Taliban not wanting the rest of the world to think he's dead, though, because right. then they would be admitting to killing a foreign citizen, which could get them blowback so they might want to weekend at yes. bernie's this situation for a while <laughs> i guess but right i doubt even the uk really cares that much they're like whatever fine you have him have his bones I mean, this guy guy kind of seems like a turd so yeah Which i just like yeah all right Good. i guess if you see any further tweets with more evidence you, you keep us posted I I was close to turning my alerts off until I saw no, that tweet. Never. And now I'm like, no, I gotta I gotta see this through. Yeah. So I was gonna say this off the air, but uh oh. I'll I'll give you Iman Al Zawahiri and a number six pick for the Unabomber. You... <laughs> <laughs> That's not bad. Now wait, number six in the first round or your sixth round pick? No, number six in the first round. Ooh, yeah, yeah I I'll do that. Okay, I'll cool. We'll set that up later by email. <laughs> There probably is like a terrorist fantasy league out there somewhere <laughs> on the dark web. You can get in on that. I just want that Unibomb in my starting lineup, bro. It can't be a keeper league, though, because these guys die too quickly. Right. There's no point. Exactly. It would just be very frustrating. You think you've got this hot up and coming terrorist, and then all of a sudden the FBI <laughs> fucking drones them, and then that, that's, what a part, waste. that's part of the game, though. You know, He's building my whole team around that guy. It's like the IL, you know, you got to. We have IL spots for guys that get the FBI most wanted spot. <laughs> okay. Like while, they're, while they're in prison. They the contract in. lasts through the prison stay. Okay. Yeah. And you That's can fun. keep them rostered without using a spot on them. Okay. I'm good with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, so that's the uh, that's the Lord Miles update for the day. Thank and you. And then we have another big uh, story from around the around the globe that I'd like to share. Mm -hmm. um, this is a story from uh, our neighbors to the south oh. uh, in Florida. A woman is suing Disney for $50,000 over injurious wedgie on a water slide at Typhoon Lagoon 
no, no. birthday I trip gone wrong. What? Did you ever get a wedgie so bad that it injured you? No, no. thankfully not. Now, this isn't just a kooky headline. She was, in fact, seriously messed up. Let's Pixar, it didn't folks. happen. Yeah. A woman is seeking a hefty sum of money from the House of Mouse. <laughs> I've seen that. The Post writes that when they uh, talk about Disney World. Uh, in a recent lawsuit following an unpleasant trip down a water slide at Disney's Typhoon Lagoon. I'll say. That resulted in an injurious webgene. In a lawsuit filed on Wednesday in Orange County, Florida, Emma and Edward McGinnis said that they are seeking $50,000 in damages from Disney World from injuries from a 2019 visit to the resort's popular water park. The lawsuit details Emma's painful trip down the humonga Cowabunga slide... <laughs> <laughs> which consists of three body tubes totaling 214 feet in length. The ride ends in a nearly five-story plummet in the dark at nearly 40 miles an hour into the Sounds pool. Sounds great. Uh, the plaintiff said she was at the water park for her 30th birthday. Well, there's your problem right there, lady. And she was wearing a one-piece bathing suit when she embarked on her fateful trip. Oh, Emma alleged that Disney did not explain why safety protocols such as crossing one's leg were necessary and that women would be greater at greater risk for injuries due to their anatomy and their swimwear. Uh-oh. I would think that the opposite if I'm not a doctor, but I think you got more junk down there. You're more in, in trouble, you know? Like if you're a man, wouldn't the penis flapping around be more? Well, let's see what the injury was. Yeah, that's true. When the rider of the slide reached the bottom of the ride and traveled into the pool of water designed to stop further travel, the force of water can push loose garments into a person's anatomy, an event known as a wedgie. <laughs> Are you see, that's what it says, an event known as wow. <laughs> okay. Because of a woman's anatomy, the risk of a painful wedgie is more common and more serious than it is for a man. That makes sense. The junk is essentially... Uh, blocking the material from creating yeah, a wedgie. It's a junk shield. <laughs> yes, it is almost like a cup, a uh, natural cup. The lawsuit continues saying Emma's injury, which categorizes the experience as an injurious wedgie, could have been avoided if Disney World had instructed her on proper clothing to wear while on the humonga cowabunga slide. <laughs> The risk of injury to a rider's genitalia and internal organs can be eliminated by using shorts or other protective clothing to act as a barrier and to prevent clothing or water from being forced inside his or her body when slammed into the pool of water at the end of the slide, the lawsuit says. Disney does not instruct riders to wear protective clothing, does not make such protective shorts available to riders, and does not warn riders of the risk of injury if protective clothing is not worn while using the slide. I don't know if I want to be using the Disney loan shorts while yeah, going that's down a, a whole other slide. issue. That but seems a lot more injurious. I didn't get yes. I didn't get a wedgie, but now I have pubic lice. Cool. Oh, yeah. Thanks, guys. Like you. <laughs> After Emma's thrilling ride down the slide, the lawsuit said that she experienced immediate and severe pain internally, and when she stood up, blood rushed from between oh. her legs. The lawsuit says Emma was immediately rushed to the hospital where she, quote, suffered severe and permanent bodily injury, including severe vaginal lacerations, a full thickness laceration, 
causing plaintiff's bowel to protrude through her abdominal wall oh. and damage to her internal organs. Oh, oh my God. Uh, From that the is, water? I guess you can say that is an injurious wedgie. Jesus. Holy shit. Oh, oh my God. Couple is asking for at least, you know, now that I read that, they really buried that at the end of the fucking thing. Yeah. They make all these jokes. <laughs> uh, 50 Only 50,000? At that least, doesn't seem it like says. a lot at all. It yeah. seems like they're saying fifty thousand, or if you offer us like a Disney World Fast Pass, we'll take that. Like whatever. Those might even cost fifty thousand nowadays. That's what I'm don't. saying. And also, why did she wait four years to file this lawsuit? It takes time. That's just the soon as she was able to stand up to walk to a lawyer's office. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Her vagina only now since? recovered. Christ. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Oh my God. Brutal. Oh, I th- at first I thought this was a dumb story, but now I feel bad for her. It's terrible. But fifty thousand seems extremely reasonable. Like, wh- why wouldn't Disney just be like, okay, sure, here, and then it's not even yeah, a news story because they just accept it right away. This will cost them more than fifty thousand in legal fees. Uh, yeah, for Disney. You know, like just big man. But fifty thousand of them is like finding a quarter in the couch. Yes. But they're still loath to give it up, I would say. I get yeah. Uh, I hear you. It would set it would set a precedent for sure, Darren. They don't want any just anybody coming and suing them for fifty grand. With that said, I'd like to introduce my new fifty grand Disney World lawsuit. No, I don't I've never been to Disney World. It's their fault you have the third butt cheek. Ah. You went on that teacup ride one time. Well, it was like a Disney. <laughs> it was a Disney ad that I slipped on on the stairs. Oh. So that that that's what made me uh, fall and hurt my butt. <laughs> my butt. <laughs> Are you what okay? My butt, like my wife, but my butt. I get it. All right. <laughs> um, I tried. I tried. Yeah, <laughs> no, I appreciate the effort. Come right. on. My ass is gorgeous. That's <laughs> true. Well, then you have nothing to sue over. <laughs> um, and I, I, have, I have curly, curly ass hairs. <laughs> oh. Still? <clears throat> yes. Why would it change now? Maybe he has them straightened. He goes to a salon. Rob? <laughs> or maybe he nope. shaves them all, waxes. No? Nope. No. Are you, gonna, are you pulling up a picture of your ass? Oh, here? no. No, no, I am not. Oh, wait, is it Ron Jeremy? <laughs> it's been it's been a minute since we've been Jeremy bombed. I just reminded yeah, him. I Fuck. I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> hmm. I'm not going to share Ron Jeremy, but I am going to share this exciting stories, exciting story mm. from mm. Our, our, our neighborous state. <laughs> our neighbor state. New Jersey. Ah. The man is facing several charges after crashing his car into a police station, all while blasting the Guns N' Roses song, Welcome to the Jungle. While it was all caught on camera, the song oh. was not. Oh. Police said the man intentionally drove his car into the building. <laughs> <laughs> this guy kind of looks like you. He's almost. way skinnier than me. No. Yeah, that's true. And he looks like he has shaved his head, but he still has a full hairline. I... Mm. I am way cleaner on top than this guy. No. This guy's doing way better than me. So this guy crashes his car. First of all, his sunroof is is open, which seems like a bad, 
thing when you're crashing your car. Gets out of the car. Cops are all befuddled, and he he has his arms in the air like he's victorious. I I did it. The suspect now faces charges including terrorism, which carries a maximum of life in prison. Authorities say wow, he pushed really... his car into the garage of another home before slamming his car into the police station. I wouldn't even so draft this room. guy in a terrorism draft. He would be a yeah. free agent going into it's the regular true. season. Get out He's of like here. a streaming guy. Yeah. <laughs> Just pick him up if your main terrorist is taking the week off. Yeah, exactly. Or you need that sixth, sixth bombing uh, for a week. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he's got a really oh, friendly matchup. Yeah. Rob? Um, I'm trying to say, I think there there might be a little tag at the end of this, too, with oh. a little more. I, I think he's tag. even below that, Sid. I think it's like taking a punter in a baseball league. It's just oh. like it's not even in the discussion. <laughs> just like Guns and Roses, Brown. man. Get more great ABC7 content by... Hi, Mark. Oh, no. Can no, we get to the just... point here, Mark? Is oh. that Pert Happley? Yeah. That's the story. That's a pretty cool dude. We don't know why he did it. He just thought it would be fun. He doesn't have any manifesto, you're saying? <laughs> Here, here's, another, here's another local news story. Maybe they'll provide a little more. Oh, come on. Got on camera. A man deliberately crashed his SUV into a police station in New Jersey. You just saw it right there. Unbelievable video. He also crashed that same car into a home earlier in the day. Oh, wow. One officer narrowly He's a serial crash. being hit by the vehicle. Luckily, Look at no that. Pause it, Rob, please. <laughs> Keeping kids safe. Makes sense to us. I'm right in front of the car, uh, destroying the office. <laughs> Love it. By the way, uh, we know one man who is a huge uh, Guns N' Roses fan, and that's uh, Axel. Mm-hmm. Did he uh, do Was this? that him? Oh, yeah. is that him? I don't think he would. He's got time on his hands now. Maybe he's just driving around Jersey looking for things to mm. destroy. We don't see his full yeah. face, and you know he's too yeah. much of a pacifist. I think. Do these stories list they the guy's say. name, the offender? No. They always said they interviewed the, the people in the neighborhood. I thought he was a pacifist. The New Jersey you know? man. <laughs> I never have expected this. We we only know him to listen to James Taylor. He's very he's very chill. I don't know <laughs> what happened. All of a sudden, he's listening to this aggressive music. Oh, he's crashing his car. Aggressive. A man identified as John Hargreaves. Guilty. H a r g r e a v e s. Hargreaves. James. Why identify him at all? Give him some privacy, please. Why? Well, now he gets free Guns and Roses tickets for the rest of his life. I, I hope at least. It's like that band Rocket from the Crypt had that thing. Like, if you get a tattoo of their logo, you get free admission to their shows for the rest of your life. This is what Guns N' Roses does. They're a bigger band, so it's got to be more a higher gate for entry. If you crash your car into a police station while listening to one of our albums. Unfortunately, there was a fine print that you had to run over a cop. So he just just wasted it. I blame Jesus. Bumblefoot for that. <laughs> 30 years to life in prison. Oh, if my Jesus. The terrorism charge. That seems a little silly. Can we start a GoFundMe for him, for his legal defense? Yeah. Let's start a Patreon. Let's take over Lord Miles' Patreon and funnel all the money to this guy. I mean, maybe it's just a big terrorist fund they can all share. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
would GoFundMe allow that? I, I think they might put a stop to that. Do you mean to the the car crashing guy or any anything like that? Anything like that. Yeah. Oh, too bad. More like no fun me. Right. Motherfuckers. Listen, if crashing cars into police stations isn't fun. He's, I mean, he seemed like he was having a great fucking time. Yes. Guys having the time of his life. Even after they apprehend him and they put his arms behind his back, he was still like kind of bouncing around. He was doing it behind the back air guitar at that point. Exactly. If anything, I think Axel should be the one paying for this guy's lawyer. Yes. Come on. Come on, Axel. Wait, Axel Rosenberg or Axel Rose? Axel Rose. Rose. Oh. He has far more money than Rosenberg. Do we know that for sure? Only one of them is Jewish. <laughs> True statement. I think. Wait, is Axel Rose Jewish? I started wondering <laughs> after you said that. <laughs> Maybe he converted. Axel Rose not even hasn't even commented on this. Unbelievable. On being Jewish. <laughs> That's right. Know. No, no wishes of happy Rosh Hashanah. Could you? Jew. Do they still do the Golden Gods Awards, Rob? Sadly, no. Yeah. So I was going to say it would be fun if you could show up one year and just ask everybody on the black carpet if they're Jewish, and that's the only question you ask them. <laughs> Why? Just because it's weird. That's all. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll get Rob walking, walking. Wait, what? Read Walking Mirrors. Thing yeah, Walking flat. Mirror. He says, <laughs> Rob, <laughs> have you tried Brunzelian Jiu-Jitsu? It is from the Minnesota... <laughs> Walking Mirror, I cannot say I've tried Brunzelian <laughs> Jiu-Jitsu. Mr. Jim Brunzelian, he's from Minnesota. <laughs> but that is a very good joke. <laughs> Better than nothing. <laughs> Cheap Jew Russia. That's his comment on Axl Rose. Uh... <laughs> Rob, do you ever like when you're sparring, do the Iron Sheik voice to your opponent just to confuse them? Like, like, uh, give me an example. I don't know. You're just trash talking them during the match, calling them no good motherfuckers, and you're gonna make them no. tap and be humble. No, no trash talking. Come no. on. If anything, I, I do the opposite. I'm always like, oh wow, that was good. Oh, you oh, really got me. You're not getting this thing <laughs> down, Rob. Come on. Yeah, really. But typically, typically, there's no talking. It's just grunting and breathing. Just, just, that's uh, what I'm saying. If you busted out a chic impression of the middle, it would throw them off so much you would win. They'd be laughing or they'd be confused, and you just get the drop on them. It's true. They wouldn't know <laughs> what to do. do it. I it requires too much thought. I'm I'm too early in my journey to be able to do that because I'm so focused on it's like improv. What's happening to me right now? Yeah. Right, like exactly. It's like improv. So I need. I need to have more reps in so all of the moves become more second nature so that I could devote brain power to then doing my chic impression. Because right now I'm like, still... Within a spar, there's got to be like a second of downtime where you're just like like a rest hold kind of situation. You but know the, I mean? the, the, downtime, I'm too, the, the downtime is when the thinking happens. That's when I'm thinking what, what, um, what limb of mine can I use... 
to put pressure on him or what limb of mine are they going to put in a submission that I need to protect myself? There's no time, Sid. There's just no time. You're making this sound way more complicated than it yeah. is. Yeah. What if you, you just haven't been on the mats, you guys? Just, you don't know. You're <laughs> Iron Sheik. Like you go into it as you are Iron Sheik. Oh, so there's I nothing see. to think about. You're just, starting been, from that. It's method. It's just yes. method. Yes. Maybe I would be even better since I'm an Olympian. It's funny. I actually was talking to somebody about the Iron Sheik. What if you wore Iron Sheik boots for the match? <laughs> well, no. Everyone's barefoot. Grow my nails out <laughs> enough so that they they loop. <laughs> It is kind of cool, though, because I, I'm at the point now where uh, people all know that I'm a wrestling fan. So oh. any knowledge of wrestling that they have, they try to share with me. Oh, that uh, seems backwards. I would be embarrassed to share it with someone who knows it intimately, you know? No, because they're trying to bond, bond, like connect with me. Like, oh, hey, you know. Oh, for example, uh, somebody was like, oh, you know, I, I, I don't really watch it that much anymore. But I just heard uh, Ric Flair on Joe Rogan and that guy's crazy or whatever, you know. And then they'll be talking about him or Hogan. Uh, so it's it's really the Joe Rogan experience is really bringing oh. me closer to my PJJ. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was uh, going to be more like, hey, did you hear that the Ultimate Warrior died and they used Kerry Von Erich, or they just give you lame urban legends? Oh no, 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 no. Well, so my jujitsu coach was like, oh, I just heard Hulk Hogan on Joe Rogan. Did you hear? You should listen. It's great. And I had didn't have the heart to be like, I don't want to listen because it's probably all lies. Right. <laughs> like, Exactly. He's not, people talking he's, to each other. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, but I I appreciate that they're trying to connect with me yeah, over right. an interest of mine. So sure. so I I, I, I I try very hard to like engage and, and not be like an elitist about my my wrestling knowledge, but rather like kind of softly break it to them. Like, oh, you got to be careful because <laughs> this guy's a known fibber, is what I said about right. Hogan. Of course, <laughs> he likes to fib. So, so, and, and they were like, "Oh, I mean, they're wrestlers, of course, yeah, you know, blah blah blah." But then, mm-hmm. but did you hear about his Andre the Giants or not? <laughs> Still, it's good. Anyway, if you have a jujitsu gym in your area and you need a good workout where you could lose thirty pounds in six months, try jujitsu. Or works. just starve yourself. Yeah, doing his jujitsu shit. The yeah. fuck out of here. <laughs> Jiu-jitsu clowns and, in costume <laughs> <It's loose. laughs> and intermittent fasting is, is, is what's been working for me bunch of fucking clowns in costumes i feel like i do intermittent fasting sort of just by accident like i'm not Same. trying to do it but i just don't eat during the day until it's like 6 p.m i do it but overnight i i typically don't eat from like 11 p.m to 8 a.m but that's Full it. Fat. I know you're, you're joking, joking, but that's, that's how you're supposed what to. It you're is. just supposed, you're supposed to start to, later. Yeah, supposed to do that and then tack on another eight hours. Oh like, God! Yeah, that's like the whole <laughs> fucking day at that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. Sixteen. It's supposed to be sixteen off, eight on. You're supposed to eat all, yeah. all your food in an eight-hour window, and then sleep eight hours, and then not eat for eight hours. But in that eight-hour window, I could eat as much as I want. No, mm-hmm. you should. You, should well, you could theoretically, but you're supposed to watch certain things, like don't have lots of carbs. Or sugar, yeah, right. Because that not uh, because that'll really kill your diet, but more the psychological aspect. When you start eating lots of sugar, you want more sugar. You know, mm. your blood sugar goes up, and then it makes you crave. Uh, you know, it makes you crave more sugar, and you eat that, so it breaks your diet that way. 
Yeah, but that, that's basically, essentially what I've been doing just because my class mm-hmm. is a little later in the morning. It starts at 9.30. Oh, so okay. I, I, do, I don't end up eating until noon or a little nice. later sometimes. And then I go to bed. I've been going to bed at like 9. So Jesus Christ. I don't know. Nice. What's wrong with you, bro? Keep every few months you'd like knock off another hour. That's you're true. Eventually you're gonna be going to bed at like four in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> I've well I've been waking up at like five thirty now. Oh. It's, it's been brutal. It's I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I'm gonna loop back around eventually. <laughs> All right, exactly. <laughs> I, I usually go backwards and lo- yeah. I usually like I go to bed like maybe four or five, a little bit less since I've been like going to school on campus at morning classes, but like for a while there, I was going to bed like five thirty six or four. So Rob would just text me at four thirty, and I'm like, <laughs> "Why?" And I just answer right away, and we just have a whole conversation. Yeah. But we're, I, right, you know, we're on opposite ends of that whole thing and meeting. And I was like, right. and I, I, I'm, I'm so bleary eyed at that point, and then I don't realize till I wake up, like, why the fuck is Rob awake at four thirty in the morning? What are you doing? <laughs> well, four thirty is like that would be I'm I'm doing having an emergency poop. Oh, that's like <laughs> so. Those are that's like a good half hour, forty minutes of, of just sitting on on the throne. But yes, I have noticed that as well, Darren. That like I wake up and I have messages from you, and it's like oh, an hour ago. Yeah, that's just <laughs> and it's just like my day started. I've been going to bed a little earlier because just because I have two a Monday and a Tuesday class that are very early in the morning that I kind of regret, but not really. I mean, I'm plowing through it, but it's just very. I have to actually be physically on camp. At like eight thirty. Sorry. Yeah, how did we used to do that? You know, school uh, used to start at like eight. I don't get it. Well, I didn't. I dropped out because I was mm, a fuck fair. Up. I, I would drop half my classes every single semester because I couldn't take. I just had twenties ADHD. Like I just couldn't do it. I could do some of it, and the other classes had to bite the bullet. I would show up, and then I just end up falling asleep in the middle of all my classes. <laughs> I haven't done that myself. yet. I haven't done that. But these classes are intense because, like, I'm towards the end of my degree, and it's like I got to make a fucking movie every two weeks. I got to make a movie, like a five minute movie, in this one class. Documentaries, documentary class. And is this just starting? Have you already made some? I made three movies so far. What are, What are the subjects? One of them was about the uh, labor uh, struggles of Major League Baseball. We had to make that prompt was like she gives you a prompt, okay, and then you gotta like make a movie about the satisfying this prompt. So the prompt was make a cameraless documentary. This was the first, the other classes are still taxiing on the runway. Some of them now, like in terms of work, this one's like mm-hmm. one weekend, we got to make a wow. movie. Uh, okay. So I, but like existing footage. Of, so okay. I, so I went and found a bunch of footage of uh, baseball players and, you know, I, it's just it's kind of the, a brief history, like a Ken Burns, but you know, not boring. <laughs> about the labor struggles and that was like three minutes then the next one we had to do uh find somebody with a skill and then you know do a little interview with them or a documentary of one and a half minute documentary about them talk to rob about his jujitsu i should have i didn't occur to me now i got this guy i know who's a court officer and also oh, used to damn. be a cl- he used to be a clown I thought that was too. Sounds like he's still a clown, right? right? Well, the 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 story, the prompt was take the skill and and record them doing the skill, and then extrapolate that into saying something about either society or how they do their job, their current job or whatever, and find some meaning in it, you know. And I did actually wound up like have it, it wound up great. I found out something that I was not expecting, you know, like that. 
like he takes his clowning into the court officer job because these kids he's in family court, so the kids are being separated from their families. And he so kinda... he shoots the gun at the kid, but water comes out. That yes, kind of no, yeah, yeah. Like he or or he'll like uh, he did face painting a couple of times, or you know he he doesn't dress up as a clown, but he brings his clown personality and kind of these kids are going through this horrific time, and he'll sort of like alleviate a little wow. bit, I guess. A literal clown in a costume. Yes, fucking clowns in costumes. <laughs> Bunch of fucking clowns in costumes. And the Did last you one use I... that drop in the documentary? <laughs> I should have. No, I didn't have time. This is very quick things. Like you you got to do like a jokey version of all of these that you could throw drops into. <laughs> yeah, I should. Like I'll a re- gag reel. I'll recut everything. And what was the third one? The third one was we were supposed to record like uh, one person over here and one person over here. Uh, de- like debating, like not together or not necessarily. This is very open-ended. Like she just mm-hmm. loves like this professor loves like subverting things so she doesn't want you to do a david attenborough type documentary like she hates that kind of thing so anything you do that's outside the box is fine but the prompt said do like have two people argue two different sides of a of a point and you know like just present each of them briefly and then take a side and represent it and say you know i agree with this through your filmmaking rather than just saying it you know so i got i actually went and got Two of my friends who have they're kind of like Peg and Al Bundy, like they love each other dearly, but they speak in that love language of hating each other, okay. you know, and then they kiss and make up. And I it comes through very much that they love each other. So I got them to argue. I just said I went to a block party that they were at and then she said, come by. We got food. And I stayed there for like eight hours. And when we were done, I said, can you just argue for me? And they were like, yeah, sure. So they put the camera on them. Did you pick a topic or? I said, pick any topic you like. The only restriction is that it has to be, there can't be something you did in fucking Breezy Point last week. Like it has to be. She made Pollo Gisau. Yeah. <laughs> That's, how'd you know? Holy shit. Oh. Uh, no, it, had, it has to be something the audience would understand rather than something from your personal. That's uh-huh. all. Anything other than that, go for it. And they, they argued about uh, him not being in shape and falling apart and he's like oh God, and he's like a 70 year old man and he told her she looks like a boston cream so who are you <laughs> to talk to me about fucking being in shape and i had them argue back and forth but it came out a little blurry i was using this like brand new i rented a camera from the school that's like this fucking fifty five hundred dollar camera and i'm like kind of a hack with the camera so i didn't there's like there's these the the focus the the focus uh element of it is like like a like a spaceship like you know so i don't i can't like i i'm not good at it so i it would have been better to just shoot it with my phone i guess because the way it came out didn't doesn't look great but i'm hoping the content is good enough sounds hilarious it's like i love i'm so bad at edit like when you take a film degree like i'm in film studies i hope this is boring to the audience i don't want to know we are uh, the audience and we okay. are entertained. I, I I take film studies, but like you have a concentration in film studies. So you got to do all this other shit. You got to do the business of film. Take a few classes in that and editing and post-production and all this shit. So I, I'm doing those now because I, I have you have to do that to get your degree. But I suck at it. It's kind of helping me. Like I don't want to do any of this editing shit, but I do want to speak the language of other yeah. film people if you have to interact with them. So it helps. But I just I'm such a hack like this class is because this is an editing class. It's a post-production class. All the kids are like post-production majors, So they suck at content like they can't write. They can't. Do, but the edit, the thing looks beautiful. It looks like it's just so mm-hmm. wonderfully cut. 
And that's I'm not dissing them that the content is bad. It's just like that's not their field of expertise, yeah. you know. So I'm the opposite. So I'm a good writer, and all my stuff is like great content, hilarious content. But then it kind of looks like shit, you know. But so, now you're meeting all these good editors. It's good networking for right. like in the future if they need someone who makes content. If you need someone to edit stuff, now you know these people. It is, and I have a good rapport with a lot of like they all want me to help them touch up stuff and like help them write right. stuff, you know. So I've had like people yes. approach me so and and take a look at this. Is this funny? Is this good? You know, that's awesome. So I'm enjoying the class. I'm enjoying that class, but it's really kicking my ass. First of all, it's 8:30 in the morning, which I don't like, but it's very hard. This is like easily the hardest class I've been in since wow. being back. The professor's so great. I have to show you, she's like a fairly famous like documentarian in New York and an activist. Like she was an AIDS activist in the 80s and stuff. She's really cool, but she's very manic and hyper. And like mm. she's like, but knows her shit like she's just on point uh she's really really cool and i'm enjoying it but it's hard to like know what she wants so it's like, <laughs> well i'm nice sure as, as the course goes on you will hopefully figure that out more and more now let me ask you a follow-up question on this third documentary so you said you had to film two people debating and then at the end you had to weigh in and pick a side Yes. Now, the people debating were arguing over who's more out of shape and unattractive. <laughs> so you had to be like, actually, yeah, the wife is worse looking. Or That's a good question. Well, no, the way I framed it was that although they were arguing that, what they were really arguing about was like the importance of uh, being like doing exercise and eating correctly versus the importance of I want to enjoy the years I have left and sit on the couch and watch football. Right. So mm -hmm. I kind of did like kind of cheated there. Like I almost sort of didn't. I, I let them pick a side more than me getting it. Hey, picking a side. But I think the way it's framed it, it she comes off looking better. OK. In her argument, because she definitely loves him and she doesn't want him to deteriorate. And he, you know, not to give too much info, information away about who I'm talking about, but I, I wrestled with him. He was one of the people I wrestled with back in the day, and his body's kind of beat up from that and playing mm -hmm. sports all the time forever. He still plays softball, even though he's kind of got a lot of injuries. So, like, I think she just cares about him and doesn't. She they, This is one of the most in-love couples I've ever oh. seen. They both were in horrible marriages. They both he has kids with this woman that he always talks about, calls her a cunt, hates her. And then like and and they just they both met and later in life in their 40s. And they, I've never seen two people more in, in love. I've seen other people on that level, but mm -hmm. I've never they're like the most in love I've ever seen of anybody. That's great. But they, that's just how they talk to each. other. It's just weird. I don't know. It's, it really is a Peg and Al Bundy situation. What's wrong with that? Well, when she said the debate, they're the first people I thought of. I was like, I got to go to this block party and bring a camera. With me. <laughs> nice. I got so much footage that I couldn't use because it was like a 90 second project. You know, I got like 10 minutes of footage of them, like talking shit about everything, like everything. You got to show that to me and Rob at some point. That seems. Yeah, very I'm still a little embarrassed at how blurry it came out. Oh, like whatever. I, we're not going to judge you on technique. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm good. I think I'm very good at like framing the shot, like, but it just I couldn't operate that camera. Like, I'm a hack with the with the controls and all that. So, it's so they lent you one from the school? Yeah, you can rent it out. You just got to specify a time you're bringing it back, and you bring it back, and then they start charging you out the wazoo if it's if it's not brought back in time, and also you're on the hook for the camera if you break it or lose it. So I was really paranoid that whole week. That <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, I bet. Is there? Could you take out any insurance on it or anything like that? Like, could you put? I like 
I don't know. I I like they didn't present that to me as an option. Yeah. So I maybe I could have looked into it, but I was just kind of trying to get it done, so I just did it. I would always be freaked out. Like that's what, how we would shoot early metal injection things as well. I remember I I loaned down the camera from the Brooklyn College uh, media department for like a CBGB show. <laughs> I was just oh like, my God. I, don't, I don't know if I should do this again. I remember you left the camera on the train once, right? But that was metal. Yeah, that was my personal camera. Okay. No, that was, oh, was your camera personal camera. camera? No. I thought it was Frank's camera. I didn't know you owned it. No, no, no. This was before metal. injection. Oh, I, really? That, that happened. Yeah. I thought that was, you were going to a metal injection show. Wow. I had that completely wrong. No, no, no. Maybe Rob's lost more than one camera. Before. That was when we went to the doghouse. Oh, uh, Frank uh, lost the uh, battle. Oh, it was a Frank that did it. See, I, I, uh, he's so obsessed with cameras. I just thought he would have it in his butthole or something. Like, <laughs> I would, I would never lose it. I wasn't there. I was already home. He was uh, coming home on the train or something. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, that was in our first year as well. That's true. Okay. I forgot about that, but I forgot about it because it wasn't me. <laughs> right. Well, I'm sure if I figured he'd remind you for the next 17 years. Yeah. Right, right, right. See, I, I let it go. I didn't. I didn't remind you. <laughs> sure. Um, I didn't even remember it until you just brought I, it up. <laughs> um, what else is going on in the world? What what silliness is going on in the world? I should say we don't need to be uh, talking about serious issues. Mm-hmm. Like people calling each other Boston creams. <laughs> That's a term of endearment, Darren. It's true. You're from Boston. You make me cream. Uh, yeah. Apparently, uh, Sharon Osborne. Speaking of silly. <laughs> says she's too skinny now. I'm scared. I'm going to have to hear Rob's Sharon voice now. Oh, we Sharon? have to. Uh. <laughs> I'm Ozzy. I took too much Ozempic. Uh, what's the what's that drug? Ozempic. Ozempic. Uh, Ozempic. I don't yeah. know what so, that is. What's Ozempic? It is a, it is the wonder weight loss drug. Uh, that like it's apparently just people are losing the weight and keeping it off. I never heard of this one. Oh yeah, it's like oh a yeah, it's it's very right now. it's relatively new. Like the last six months, uh, it's come out. Uh, I think that. Uh, it's not originally a weight loss drug, right? Yeah, I think it was originally like an anti-anxiety thing or something like that, like a mood. There was some other intention for it, and then they realized that it's actually uh, a really good weight loss drug. But the thing is, you know, with any trendy drug, it was for diabetes. Okay, there we go. With any trendy drug, uh, the there's abuse like people who don't necessarily need a weight loss uh drug started taking it like sharon osborne and now she is quote you know too skinny mm. she's lost 30 pounds which someone at her weight probably shouldn't be losing 30 pounds it, it gets unhealthy she's all lips now that's it <laughs> I mean, her lips walking around yeah look at let, let me show you this photo you're, you're not that off i'm scared oh well, I mean, they all look hideous in their own way. I don't uh, know what. I I think Kelly has Kelly has done. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought that was a video of this, but Kelly has done 
uh, has had some wonderful plastic surgery. Uh, uh, I, has I mean, Kelly was the one that looked the best out of all. She, I thought she was a tr- an attractive woman. She looked like you know, a but... human at the very least. Now yeah. she looks like she a cute. sad Victorian doll. Yeah, she was cute. I'm not telling you she was like a 10 or anything, but I mean, she was cute, you know. Now she very looks very weird. Yeah. Now Jack might be the most normal looking yeah. one. He's like a regular like... guy. He looks like he if Ozzy never went into music and became a weirdo, you know. Yeah. He did my trick of looking like uh, he's in his late 40s when he was a kid. So now well, he looks also, the he same. Did a lot of, he did a lot of drugs back then, and now he's sober. So I think that's sure. also the big difference. Sure he is. I mean, at least LA sober. I kind of buy it. I kind of buy it with him because he looks vastly different than when he was fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, he looks so. Hold on here. Let's let's, let's, let's clip. Ozzy's having a go at me because he says I look like uh, Mrs. Reagan. So. Nancy Reagan. Nancy, he calls me Nancy Reagan all the time. So, um, poor Ozzy. It's just time. Well, look, to Sharon stop. and Piers Morgan I didn't reunited. How sweet. Want to go this thing, but it just happened, and I'll probably put it all on again soon. That's Oy. the clip. Thank you. She's she's very frightening looking. They have a podcast now. They're coming for our territory, folks. Oh no. The Osborne's podcast. Have all you been listening? Is it good? No. I haven't been listening. I just I see, I see the re- It's not good. I see the reels on uh, on Instagram. The show. I, I forget which one of them I follow. I think Jack. Uh, <clears throat> this is me after watching that show. Shut up! Shut up! <laughs> Shut up! Shut the fuck up! I the just love that it's I, like Ozzy can't tour. How else can we monetize him? That's exactly what it is. The he microphone can't tour. It, it, bring the microphone to the bedroom. <laughs> you gotta milk this guy for all he's worth while he's still here. They got they got mortgage payments to do. Yeah. So make a sex tape. Oh my god. Ozzy could talk about a fat piggy is and he just ate a chicken bomb. Well, no, this the sex tape was like a few years ago. That was all that But that was the drama with the hairdresser. But it wasn't yeah. the two of them together. It wasn't though. a tape. And it wasn't Sharon and Ozzy. I'm saying they've just they've they've run through that narrative already ah, in the in the gossip pages is what I'm what I'm getting. They should get on Chatterbait. Oh my god! <laughs> what would you do? Oh, I, you... What about an Ozzy OnlyFans? Let's get it going. Said you if you Aussie see fans. if you saw Sharon in the lobby on Chatterbait, what would you do? No, 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 no. Is there a lobby? I don't know. I just made that up. There's I... like a main page with all the you get like a grid. How do you? Oh, you get a, like a visual representation, like a thumbnail. Of yeah. Okay. Like it's like a screenshot from the last three seconds of, of yeah. their stream, essentially. Okay. Fair enough. And then you could you could pick away. I'm just picturing like Sharon now, like the Grim Reaper, like she's in a nightgown, floating into the into the bed next to poor Ozzy who can't. Don't forget himself. to leave tips. Tip for requests, okay? Oh I will God. not show Titty without 40 tokens, Ozzy! You see, I thought she was the whole thing was just gonna be her scolding him. Like that's the it's like a cuckold video. Yeah. I will I will not wear a love ant. I've made Ozzy wear it, so anytime you tip Ozzy's love ants will be activated. Ozzy, you left the bleeding of garbage can open again in the kitchen. <laughs> oh you turned. God. You turned, you lowly turned. 
20 tokens for PM. If you want to PM also, you have to leave 20 tokens. <laughs> oh Man, my that, God. That, 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 is, that is a very grim mental image I have now of Ozzy and Sharon doing a couple show on Chatterbait. Yeah. She's just like a wraith. Like the ghost in Ghostbusters in the opening scene. <laughs> yeah, covering yes. over him. Exactly that. Ooh, Ozzy! Are you, are you close, Ozzy? Ozzy, <laughs> are you close? They need to tip 100 more tokens before you come, Ozzy. <laughs> I'm in picking you from the spirit realm. <laughs> oh Put my the God. seat down, Ozzy. You thought I was dead. I'm still here to tell you not to piss on the bleeding seat. One of the dogs walks into the bedroom, takes a poop. <laughs> oh. Jack is the moderator. <laughs> Might as well be. Everyone's jacking it. Oh. <laughs> Ozzy. Ozzy being henpecked. He doesn't have the strength, sadly. <laughs> me plastic surgeon accidentally put me vagina on me face. Oh, my God. Isn't it sexy, Ozzy? <laughs> I don't want to play lawsuit. <laughs> Shut up! At one point, he fucks her with a Grammy. <laughs> Does he ever want a Grammy, Rob? Can you confirm? Because he's oh, in the Hall of Fame. Question. He could fuck her with that plaque. <laughs> yes, he's won quite a few Grammys. Okay, so there you go. Solo or Black Sabbath? He might not have them if they're from Black Sabbath. Let's see. Uh, Stop bringing Tommy Iommi over here to fuck me with that Grammy, Ozzy. Well, he can't finger her. He's missing too many fingers. <laughs> he looks like a dehydrated Howard Stern. I don't want to have sex He has uh, five Grammy wins, three for Sabbath, two for Solo. Quintuple penetration, Ozzy. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Two and me vagina, one and me butthole, and one and me nostril. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Is that a thing? Have the, ha, has there been quadruple pen, or like triple penetration? Two in the stink, one in the pink? Sure. Probably. It's very hard logistically for the. I was going to say. Yes, I have seen that. They basically I, have to bear hug each other. The two men yeah. in the ass have to be very close and close penis. Well, I too. mean, yeah, exactly. You have to be very good. Yeah, I've only seen it once in this in this uh, Brazilian porn, and it was very much these gymnasts essentially, like contorting their body. These gymnasts with like you know humongous, <laughs> comedically large penises, uh, right. uh, contorting themselves in such a way that no mere mortal <laughs> could possibly Is do everything it. Brazilian with you, Rob? You're poor, yeah. your jujitsu, it's all, <laughs> you're waxing. I, li- I like the tan men. Okay. There was a time in the 90s, I feel. And in a porn, the porn trend was to do like more and more penetration at the same time. Uh-huh. Yeah. I feel like that was, they were going for that. I don't know how it was in gay porn. In, in, in straight porn, they were just trying to get as many dicks into one person as possible. At the same time, not like a gangbang. That seems like a pretty timeless pursuit. I feel like they're still yes. going for I don't, I, well, I, I, I noticed it drop off when I was still watching porn. I feel like they they went with more like, 
I would see like more one on one or like uh, or g- discreet like gang bangs, but not like where they're in the. Well, they see, yeah, everybody the patiently waits their turn. Yeah, there was a that was a bad trend. There was like a lot of guys. A lot of that video was just dudes standing in a corner trying to get hard. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to you know? see that. It's just... Yeah. But, but I mean, it's not, I, they're then, not shooting that. The guy's just in the background while the girl's yeah. getting fucked, and you just see these dudes with limp dicks. Like yeah. Some I mean, it's like that in, in, in the gay porn, too. The, the good ones, in the good ones, the guys in the background are all like hanging out with each done. other. Oh, but, that, but right, that's go, true. Yeah. And they're making out and like, you know, blowing each other and stuff. Right. But I didn't think of that aspect that the actual performers could also be like the fluffers. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Uh, the, 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 the lame ones are the ones. Where, as you're mentioning, it's like they're waiting for a train. <laughs> Just with their dick out. <laughs> um, but the, some of the straight porns would have like, like um, non-featured players. Uh, women would like fuck the guys on the side, and while the the main gang bang. Oh, I see. That's that's be, smart. Yeah. Or they'd just be sucking guys off, like roaming around the room, like table service. <laughs> Taylor but, uh, Jane asks, what did I walk into? I heard Lib D's and trains. You walked into... Uh, <laughs> you know exactly uh, what you walked into. You walked into RAP Livecast. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, they respect my boundaries. Don't fuck me with that Cable Ace Award. It's too pointy. <laughs> too pointy, Aussie. Uh... My favorite is also like it is it can get this is why I don't like gangbangs or orgies like I don't like I, I enjoy them uh, watching them cinematically but not to get off to just because <laughs> yeah, exactly. the sun what the fuck yeah. <laughs> cuz because it's just you 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 like I I get so turned down by like a moment and then they cut to something else and it's like oh I'm not turned down by this you What's need the intimacy on? yeah I, exactly it, 100% I agree with uh, but like sometimes there are these like side stories that make them <laughs> worth worth watching. Like I remember I was watching a uh, a gangbang that was like uh, at a gay for pay studio. So some of the guys identify as straight, you know, so they don't normally fuck dudes. And and what and so it's like a, a train of guys plowing this bottom, and this bottom is taking these like you know big eight inch. <laughs> dicks and and then this one guy comes and he's clearly nervous and not fully erect and he starts pounding him and you could see the bottom being like what's happening uh uh next and then literally the the sandman from the apollo comes and (laughs) (laughs) that guy that guy was gone for the rest of the scene it's it's so and and so like the manager comes out and points to the bullpen <laughs> that's happened i've seen that before wow uh that's so not nice ever... you know i feel like in the in the straight gang bangs the woman is usually like usually i've seen exceptions to this but they're usually like respectful to the less uh well hung uh participants like they try to put on a show for them they don't like roll their eyes or whatever right well it's it wasn't necessarily a sign yeah, it wasn't necessarily a size issue. It was a uh, was, level of interest issue. Right, yes, okay. yes, yes. I got you. But still, uh, even then, let, make the guy feel comfortable. 
Uh, yeah, you're not helping matters. But but to say this person has just taken like eight dicks, and then the ninth dick is it's like let's move it along, folks. Right. That was kind of his. Right, I understand the feeling is <laughs> is valid, but you're an actor, you know, like. And on. also, honestly, though, it's really on the editors. They should have just cut That's that little true, moment. Too. <laughs> cut that little on moment both. out. There's plenty of that, blame to go around. Yeah, because yeah. now here I am distracted, being like, "What happened to that guy? Is he okay? Yeah, I want to know. He, now. He, yeah. I want to know. Well, Watch the fucking they thing. do like a spinoff of the gangbang movie. Movie is like this guy's career after he fails in the gangbang. Right. Like he's trying to make <laughs> a name for himself. At the yeah, very least, they need characters. they need like a confessional, like on The Office. Like, well, the guy <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know. I just I, the guy was attractive. I just couldn't get it up. I don't know what it is. Look, it was a long day. It's like a seven-hour shoot. You got to be yeah. hard. Then you're not. Then you're hard. Then you're not. It's just Ooh. my my dick just was tired. Way more into that than the plowing. Yes. Even in a straight uh, gangbang, I would say. This is this is a new. There should be like a Big Brother, but it's a porn house. Like yeah, everyone's shooting brother. a porn. Uh, or uh, Kitchen Nightmares. It was bloody hell. It's just, it's just, look at the condition of this gangbang room. This is the worst vagina I've ever seen. It's raw. Oh. Rob, could you read the comment we just got? It's very pertinent. You could kill I somebody. I like Megadeth. <laughs> what was it? Wub says, I like Megadeth. Oh, cool. I like Megadeth, too. We make fun of Dave Mustaine a lot, but I like Megadeth. I like Megadeth. Before I forget, RIP today, in honor of that uh, Disneyland story earlier, stands for really injured pussy. Oh. <laughs> mm. Said you, you can heal it. Use your healing powers. I'll try. Let's talk about. Uh, I guess we should mention our uh, our Patreon. Yeah. Uh, five bucks a month gets you access to our Patreon. Uh, you can show your support for the show. Get a little extra content. Two bonus episodes a month. Or if it's this, if it was something like this episode, two boners kind of episodes. <laughs> Uh, at the top of the month, we just posted a, uh, a new bonus episode. We do a watch along of, uh, the Dave Grohl horror film studio six, 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 I guess the Foo Fighters horror film. Would you say that was the best movie we've done a watch along of? I, I would say it's up there like the best legitimately good movie. Yeah. I guess because typically yeah. when we do a watch along, it's of something we know is going to be horrible. Though I guess back in the day, we did like the declines of Western civilization. Yeah. That's a good. All right. So the best yeah. narrative. The best narrative. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. 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 Hell aware was probably number two. Sure. Yeah. A very distant number two. Yeah. But lots of great stuff in there. Uh, over three years, nearly four years of, uh, or actually four years now of, of bonus content in there. Lots of great stuff. Uh, lots of watch alongs. Of, uh, we have like black metal documentaries, comedies. We do listen alongs to classic albums like from Metallica, Guns N' Roses and Megadeth. And uh, every week, Sid has a column where he recommends what TV shows to watch uh, for that following week. Also, you get a nice little uh, badge on your on your discord. If you're in our, ch in our free chat room on discord, <laughs> everyone gets to know you're a patron. So you can get on our discord at RIPLivecast.com. Uh, Wubfrub says, I'm broke. That's okay, no. Wubfrub. If you can't afford to be a patron, just join our Discord. Th that shows your support yeah. in a different way, and you don't have to pay anything. You just come hang out with us in our chat room. We appreciate all of our fans yeah. at any price level. And it's a, one free... of the... Oh, God, sorry. Go ahead. 
There's um, there's uh, a lot of unprecedentedly uh, uh, host interaction in that video, in that Discord. We, compared to other Discords of other shows, we interact with our fans mm-hmm. almost constantly in there. The three of us, Rob right. used to be a little bit less active. Now Rob is just as active as the two of us, I would say. That's yeah. right. All of us are very online. And <laughs> so we're checking in constantly. Uh, and, and, and replying and interacting. So if you want to hang out with us, come to our Discord. And uh, if you want to throw us a few extra bonesies, 10 bucks a month makes you a top livecast fan. You get a shout-out at the end of the show, which is in just a few minutes. And uh, before that, I want to talk about our Spotify playlist. And we have a new perk now mm-hmm. where every week we're going to be including a random patron in our Spotify playlist. Uh, every week, each of us picks a song, throws it on our Spotify playlist, which we call the R.I.P. Livecast Music Break. And the fourth pick will be from one of you. Uh, and of course, if you want to join in on the fun, uh, you can do so by signing up to our Patreon. So uh, our first guest pick is from Sanskar. And, and he picks King Woman. Woman! No, King Woman. Not dancing. King Woman uh, with the song I Want to Be Adored. Which is a cover of the Stone Roses. It's a great song. Uh, and he says that uh, he picked the song because he thinks it turns a chill 90s indie alt song into a sexy doom goth metal song. Mm. I'll take it. Sounds uh, good, honestly. Yeah. I like that description. My pick is from Harm's Way. Harm's Way just put out a new album uh, last week called Common Suffering, and it brings the breakdowns. I'm excited that there's like a resurgence of metallic hardcore bands or what used to be called metalcore bands, but I think that's not quite the description now, but Harm's Way, very consistent new album. It's like 30 minutes of breakdowns and aggressive riffs. If you like that sort of stuff, you'll really be into it. Silent Wolf is my pick. Sid, what did you pick? Taylor Shade requests Albie Shore for next week. That's awesome. I might have to do that. Um, my pick, there's a new band, or I guess new to me at least, called Open City, which is another one of these hardcore supergroups featuring members of Painted Black, Bridge and Tunnel, Ceremony, Ted Leo and the Pharmacists, all these other great acts. And the song is called Carry Us, and I'd never heard it before this week. And the fucking album came out yesterday. It's fucking great. It's like really, really good post-hardcore with like old school snotty hardcore vocals. It's just, I loved it. I, I intended to just go in to just like quickly skim through and pick a song for the playlist, but I ended up listening to the whole fucking album. It was great. If you like hardcore, if you like old hardcore, if you like any of those other bands that I mentioned, you will love this album. Darren? Uh, well, I played a song uh, by the great Celia Cruz, uh, Queen of Salsa, who uh, we just watched a movie. I don't know if you want me to spoil it for the Patreon. We're going to have a panel discussion about it. And on the soundtrack of that film, uh, she performs a cover of the song I Will Survive. Mm. Oh, it's so good. And it's all in Spanish. And it's salsified. So I loved it. I never knew the song existed, even though I'm a great fan of Celia Cruz. And I think I might have even played her on the on the, 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 the uh, playlist before. I'm not sure. I vaguely remember doing it. But anyway, I love her. Can't play her enough. So she's awesome. And uh, that movie uh, we're going to talk about very shortly. 
Uh, I'm, I'm not going to spoil it if you don't want to. We're not revealing it yet. Uh, but yeah, Celia Cruz is the best. And I love her. Nice. There you have it, folks. That's our show. And uh, we just have our top livecast fans every week at the end of the show. If you want to throw us 10 bucks, top livecast fans get a shout out at the end of the show. It's right now. And uh, how are we doing these shout outs, folks? I mean, you sort of have to do it as uh, Sharon Osbourne in her Chatterbait era, don't oh, you? No. Listen, Eric, if you want me to do that, you have to tip 40 tokens, okay? Benjamin, 10 tokens for PM, Benjamin. No, Dan, oh, I will not start a private chat right now. My room is too active. (laughs) (laughs) If you want me to put on Mindy Mayer's Kipper, tip 25. I'm sorry, I can't read that. You're from where? From Shisura? From Shisusits? No, I don't. Sure, it doesn't care. Tip. Tip for requests. Hugo likes tacos. Well, yes, Sharon's taco is out. Thank you for the tip, Hugo. Here you go. Here you go, Hugo. <laughs> Look how you soften when the tip comes. <laughs> it's less, less aggressive. Sorry, Lando Tanks. I will not reveal my location. I need a little anonymity on this app. <laughs> having a seizure <laughs> a thousand tokens you're crazy how how many dollars is it per token i i never i think a thousand is like a hundred uh it's oh, basically like, so one uh, token is hundred cents. yeah basically oh. something like that uh it, it could be a little more depending on how much you put in a little more That's or what less. She said. Mm. douglas who are you levison the show is over I'll be back tomorrow. Thank you to all the tippies. Don't forget to follow. (laughs) All right. Now that I've exposed, I know a little too much about Chatterbait. Uh, That's the show, folks. (laughs) Thanks thanks for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed yourselves. We love you. We kiss you. Uh, Bye-bye.